Welcome to the Growth Exponential Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Carl Cook. Today, we're joined by special guest, Debbie Frisch, who is the executive director and founder of Hello Baby, whose mission is to support, inspire, and empower families raising young children in underserved Chicago neighborhoods. Debbie, welcome. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here with you. Well, we're thrilled to have you. I love the name of your organization, Hello Baby. What is it exactly? Hello Baby is the nation's first, and as far as we can tell, only free drop-in play space for caregiver and child. And we serve children from birth to three years old, which is the biggest time of brain growth, and it's also the biggest social service gap. That's remarkable. And now I'm going to take a pause because we're going to jump back to learn more about Hello Baby. But I'm curious about you as an individual and your story. So let's take us back to the early days. Like, what, what is your story? Like, where did it all begin? Well, how, it depends how far back we want to go. We could go to elementary um, I, school. I mean, I am, I'm totally down. I was, a, I was the neighborhood babysitter. Um, you know, I think I was 9, 10, 11. And this is way back in the day before cell phones. And I would be for hours as this, you know, young kid left alone, which I now look back, were two ADHD boys and their newborn sister. And I just did it. And I made 75 cents an hour. So that, that was that. Um, so I think, you know, part of this was always in my blood. And then I grew up in Michigan and I moved to Chicago after graduation from college. And I worked for six years and then I married and I got pregnant right away. And, um, it's just the way our family looked, worked best and I wanted to, but I retired from the workforce at the ripe old age of 29 to stay home and raise my two children. Wow. So, yeah, which was great. Now they're, um, when they go to school full time, I needed something meaningful to do with my newfound time, but still be able to be available to them. So that started my journey of service to under-resourced families raising young children in Chicago. And I did that through a variety of ways um, as a volunteer, a board officer, a board director for several different organizations. But probably the most significant way was as a foster care mom. And I did short-term care which meant several nights to several months. But through that, I had 56 children in my care. And we formed deep relationships with the families that we served. And through that work, I really saw the gaps in our social service system. And Chicago really is the tale of two cities. Um, and there's deep inequities. So when I got a chance to address that, I did in a small yeah. way. That is, wow. I have, I, there is so much to unpack here. And I know that this a <laughs> Sorry, short. I threw that at you once. No, it's really, wow. Wow. So I'm going to, I'm going to take it back to the babysitting days. Do you have a memorable babysitting story from babysitting back for 75 cents an hour? Um, I loved it. 
I do remember one night I was babysitting at this house and the door, I heard, gosh, I'd kill my kids if they did this now, but I heard noise at the door and I thought the parents were coming home and I opened the door and it was some kids playing a prank and like a hose like shot all this water in the living room. I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst. But the family understood. So I cleaned it up. Oh my gosh. Kids, kids will be kids. That's, that's, uh, kids were mean, weren't they? Pranks, they, they are mean. They were yeah. mean then. There, some of them are mean now. <laughs> that is wild. And, and then you also mentioned you fostered 56, um, children. Yeah. So I did it. Um, I worked with a couple different organizations. One was an adoption agency. So a lot of these were newborn babies. Um, and it would either be, um, you know, the mom really didn't make a plan for if she was going to bring the baby home or if she was going to make an adoption plan and this gave her some breathing room. Or maybe mom wants to place, but dad isn't so sure about it. So we let that flush out. Perhaps a medically fragile child. So um, we would just assess what the situation is so that um, the adoptive family could go in with full knowledge. It was stuff like that. And the beauty is I did that about 15 years, but um, the kids I took care of are getting to the age now. Some we stayed in touch with all along, but some are coming back and kind of wanting to know that part of their story. So that's been really fun. That's that's amazing. What is it that's inside of you that is you're such a giver? Like, what is it that drives you to to be so caring for others and of others? I think in some ways we all want to create the childhood we didn't have. So, or those of us who weren't thrilled with ours. So, I, I you know, and in that way, you kind of heal yourself too. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. That's really, that's so far. I can, I can totally relate to that. I mean, as, as a, as a child, I had, I was in, I was in special education and was always kind of the underdog. And so as a, as an adult, I, my first job out of college was as a special education teacher. And that's what I went to university for and to really make a difference. So it's very healing and repairing. I think your, your wound can become your gift. Your, I love that your wound can become your gift. That's beautiful. Now with Hello Baby, when was it, what was your epiphany moment or what was the moment that you're like, I need to start this? So um, foster care was changing a little and I'd done it for a long time. Um, And there are just less babies now. And I preferred non-walkers. I had some walkers, but you know, I had between birth to five years old and um, there's a lot less babies available for adoption, which I think is a good thing. But if you look at the numbers, it bears that out. So I began thinking, what's my next thing I want to do? And then I received this unexpected inheritance. And I had always been like the volunteer in the family, and my husband had always been the breadwinner. Um, so I was the spender. He was the maker. And I thought, you know, this this money should go in the pot with the rest of the money because this is the first time I can do this. And my husband said, no, this is your money. You do with it what you want. And from that, Hello Baby evolved. 
And it was a way I raised my kids on the north side of the city and all the foster babies, too, where there's a lot of resources and you have access to a lot of stuff. It's fee-based, but there's so many things you can do. And through foster care and the families I worked with, I saw how much harder it is on the south side and the west side, so, you know, low-income neighborhoods in our city. Um, and I think parenting was hard for me, and it's so much harder when you don't have resources. And the second thing, um, babies need to play and toddlers need to play. And it's how they learn on every level. And I would get kids in foster care, they call it container syndrome, where they'd be strapped for, you know, the first six, eight months of their life in a car seat in front of a screen. And they couldn't really hold their head up. They couldn't roll over. They were really developmentally behind. And I could catch them up very quickly but I, I wanted to spread that service to more families, too. So we're a safe place to play. Um, just have, Are you familiar with the term food desert? Uh, please. I mean, I personally am familiar with it. But please do share with us, like I share with, share with us what a food desert is. So a food desert just means lack of healthy food options, grocery stores um, and stuff like that, where you can get fresh fruits and vegetables, meat, you know. Um, it's a neighborhood that's more saturated with the convenience stores. But just like there's food deserts, there's also play deserts. So in many neighborhoods in Chicago, um, the parks aren't maintained and they're not safe. You know, the homes aren't always conducive to safe play, and there's not a lot of resources outside of the home to go. So that's what we offer. Gosh, that's so special. Now, I, I can picture this in my head, but can you share with us a story or two of a, either a success story or a touching story of something that you've experienced during your time as executive director and, and founder of 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 your organization well you know when we first opened and we intentionally did a really beautiful build out because it was our statement of our commitment to the community and just because some of the children who visit us live in poverty doesn't mean they deserve the broken toys perkins and will which is a big architecture firm international based in chicago did our design pro bono um, so we're open and we see this mom with four kids standing outside looking in and we're waving her in like, come in, come in. And she goes, oh, I could never afford to go in there. I just want to look. So we're, we're, no, this is for you. And so, I mean, we practically had to drag her in, but then she became our ambassador, you know, and she was. And it's part of the beauty of being there that um, everybody takes ownership of it. And then we had a mom who um, was going to have her first baby, and she didn't have any supplies for the baby. So I said, let me bring you in a basket tomorrow because I had all this stuff from foster care, and you can take whatever you want and just leave the rest. And that evolved in this to this donation corner where the community brings in what they no longer need, and they can take whatever they want that's there. And that's just always evolving. But the community is sustaining that now, which I love. Wow. And do you get to know the community while you're there? Oh, yes. And that's been the beauty. I love this so much because I really, when we first opened, I was the thing that didn't belong. 
but I'm okay with that. And I all think we need to go to the neighborhoods where we're a little different or we might not be as comfortable. But after two years, we completely belong. We've activated this disinvested business corridor. Everybody, we've got wide open windows that you can see in and out, no bars in the windows for us. Everybody who goes by waves, it's become a really happy place in the community. And they protect us and they support us. Wow. It's, you're doing so much good for so many people. What are ways that our listeners could do good for you or what are your needs? Well, of course, we always need money. Um, we offer um, our families, and I can't supply all of their needs, but we've had a lot of drives for diapers and wipes because public aid does not cover that, and it's very expensive, so we can support families in the gaps. We give children a new board book every week so they can grow their libraries. So um, those are some things that would be great. We also have... Um, sanitary protection products, because that's not another thing that's not offered by public aid. And my one last thing is we have one location, and for the Chicago listeners, um, we're beginning our search for our second site, and I'd like to go to the west side. So if anybody has, uh, you know, we're about 1,000 to 1,500 square feet, uh, corner, first floor location in a neighborhood that needs it where there's a lot of kids, let me know. Wow. And how do people find you? How do people let you know? Um, our website is org, Or they can email me at debbie at hellobabychgo.org. E-B-B-I-E. Amazing. This is, this is really just, my, my mind is blown how big your heart is. <laughs> And oh, you know what, Paul? It's, it, it's so meaningful to me. I am so blessed to be able to do this, to be able to do the work I love, to walk with these amazing families. Um, it's, it's, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Wow. Well, I want to wish you tremendous success in all of your worthy endeavors. And thank you for being here. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. You've been listening to the Growth Exponential Podcast. If you know a nonprofit professional that I should interview, email me at bradley at growthexponential.org.